This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Yahoo Finance Daily, a daily update on the top business, finance, and stock market news from around the world. Let's jump into today's stories. I'm Trevor Ontiveros from Yahoo Finance. Brought to you by the SoFi Daily Podcast. 80% of New Year's resolutions fail by the second week of February. If reaching financial independence is something you're striving for in 2021, don't let your goals fall by the wayside. Listen to the SoFi Daily Podcast every weekday to keep informed and keep your financial resolutions. Search for SoFi wherever you get your podcasts. Stocks and mixed, Dow reaches record-closing high while Nasdaq drops as protests escalate in Washington. Stocks ended mixed on Wednesday as turmoil in Washington escalated. The Dow added more than 400 points, or 1.4%, to reach a record-closing high, and the S&P 500 gained about 0.6% as financials and material stocks outperformed. The Nasdaq closed out the session lower. The U.S. Capitol was put under lockdown Wednesday afternoon as protesters in support of President Donald Trump flooded the building while lawmakers were in the process of debating President-elect Joe Biden's election victory. Muriel Bowser, mayor of Washington, D.C., ordered a citywide curfew from 6 p.m. Wednesday to 6 a.m. Thursday amid the unrest. Earlier, traders were closely monitoring developments around the Georgia Senate runoff elections. Democrat Raphael Warnock edged out incumbent Republican Kelly Loeffler to win one of the two seats in the state, the Associated Press reported Wednesday morning. This would give Democrats 49 seats in the Senate to Republicans 50, with one seat still hanging in balance. The Georgia Senate race between incumbent Republican David Perdue and Democratic challenger John Ossoff remained too close to call as of Wednesday afternoon. Ahead of the elections, strategists had largely taken hold of the notion that a Democratic sweep of both seats in Georgia would be a market-negative event due to the implications for higher corporate taxes and bigger government spending. Oppenheimer predicted the S&P 500 could see a downdraft of as much as 10%. However, as trading played out Wednesday, some analysts noted that investors were instead fixating on the opportunity for more near-term fiscal stimulus in the event that Senate control swings to Democrats. It looks like Democrats are poised to pick up two additional Senate seats, throwing them control of the Senate. We'd resist the temptation that sweeping changes are in the offing, given the razor-thin majorities the Democrats now have, Neil Dutta, Renaissance Macro Research's head of U.S. economics, said in an email Wednesday. Still, it is likely that additional COVID relief is coming. Democrats in Georgia had a simple message, $2,000 checks to households. 
2021 GDP estimates currently at just 4% will continue to rise. The right tail is likely to come up as additional fiscal relief comes into play, he added. The Fed will resist changing its current policy guidance and will accommodate the improvement in the economy, passive easing. This should lift inflation expectations, help steepen the yield curve, and provide a tailwind to U.S. banks. Others also suggested markets' fears over the outcome of the election may be overblown. Even if the Democrats win two seats, which would give them the Senate in a 50-50 tie, there are a couple of Democrats who are quite moderate. You've got Joe Manchin of West Virginia, you've got John Tester of Montana. Greg Valliere, AGF chief U.S. policy strategist, told Yahoo Finance on Tuesday, Those two moderate Democrats, I think, will not go along with everything the Democrats want if they control the Senate. So, no matter how you slice it, I think you're looking at a pretty centrist environment for the financial market. For more live coverage of business, finance, and stock market news, please visit yahoofinance.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning with your daily update. So, until then, thanks for listening. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.